You're listening to The Juice on UCT Radio 104.5, the soundtrack to your off-campus life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With me, Marion Seymour, and my beautiful co-host, Quinsani Koza. Okay, so just before the break, we spoke about history and what we were talked about in history. Did you even know that there were four women um, that were the, the major role players in Women's Day March? Because I know yeah. I didn't know that. You knew that. Yeah, no, no. I we were definitely taught that part, um, okay. but in terms of obviously, like I said, you know, it was very much kind of like a watered down version of of what really went down, um, which is disappointing, you know. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of expected when you go to a, you know, our, our, our schools do us a little bit of an injustice because everything is so Eurocentrized, if that makes mm. sense. So, yeah, we don't really get, like, the meaty stuff. We only learn, you know, the real authentic truth when we leave high school, um, mm. you know, and we get, you know, the, the, the facts, the hard facts <laughs> and the realities of things get taught to us um, when we're in varsity spaces. So it's, it's a bit of a culture shock, but, I mean, uh, can't say I'm, di- I'm disappointed, but I can't say I'm surprised. It's one of those sure. ones. Well, I yeah. love listening to your perspective, Um because you know, I didn't learn anything. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But the the woman that I did learn about was Helen Joseph, and the only reason I know about Helen Joseph is because um she's got a hospital named after her in yes. Johannesburg. Yeah, um, yeah. She's a British national, um, arrested in 1956, yeah. um, and then banned from speaking publicly in 1957, and then she was acquitted in 1961. Mm-hmm. And the first white woman placed under house arrest in 1962 under the the Sabotage Act. So if, if I read, you know, about the 1956 and the women's movement in South Africa, I would have sworn that Helen Joseph was was the leader of everything. And I think, yeah. you know, the, the TRC um, conversations, you know, yeah. she, she used to say that, oh, you know, she was in... An auntie, <laughs> and why is the government so worried about her as a as an old auntie? Yeah, but it was actually Lillian Lillian that was actually yeah. the leader. Yep, but you know what it is? It's it's again, it's it's history being whitewashed. Like, um, it's it's so sad that you know there's so many people that have gone down in history who are black, who are Indian, who are colored, who are people of color that played such fundamental roles, but because of their race, they were denied to be given that acknowledgement that they truly deserve. So hence why I'm saying to you that, you know, even though we, we learned about the stuff at school, everything was so whitewashed and pretty much diluted. So it was just like, okay, such an underwhelming version of history, you know? Um, it's only when you get to, to, to varsity that, oh, damn, like, actually, actually, you've been lied to your whole life. Okay. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So can I tell you about um, Ngoi, Malia, yes. as she was called? I mean, this woman was fire. She was absolute fire. Hey. She was the first woman elected to the exco of the ANC. Yes. She studied as a nurse. But she became a textile machinist because, you know, she was black and job yeah. reservations and what, what, what. Yeah. But here's the part that I love about her. She was a transnational figure. And this is a direct quote from um, the history books. She embarked yeah. on an audacious 
and highly illegal journey to Luzerne, Switzerland in 1955. That is badass. You know, badass. She was a powerful orator and a yes. fiery inspiration yes. to everyone. Me, if I had a daughter, I would want to call her Lillian. This woman. <laughs> She's she flames. Remarkable. Amazing. She's what we call Imbogoto. Do you know what Imbogoto is? Mm-mm, what's Imbogoto? Imbogoto is, is basically like the term used in, in Guni languages to describe strong, powerful, remarkable women figures because sure. that's what they are in, you know, society. So, so yeah, a force to be reckoned with, for sure. Absolutely. And when you talk about the way they were treated differently, now, in 1956, both women were arrested, both Helen Joseph and Lillian Ngui, for the same crimes. Yeah. Um, Helen Joseph was placed under house arrest and banned from speaking publicly, whereas Lillian Ngui got 71 days in solitary confinement. But of course. And 15 years of house arrest. But of course, again, disappointed but not surprised. And and here's where I now blame the men of yeah. um, our society because now we've got an entire hospital dedicated to um, Helen Joseph, but mm-hmm. Lillian Ngoyi only has a wing inside of another hospital. I think it's Christian um, Badaguanet Hospital. And yeah. she's got residences and somebody named a ship after her lately. But yeah. I'm like, where is the Lillian Ngoyi statue? That's 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 the real question, because of the incredible. Ro- she literally played such a pivotal role in history, and again, she's not being fully recognized and acknowledged for the role that she truly played. So, so yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing, but I'm not surprised. It's crazy. It's no, just like no. at what at what point do we really value the women who shape our country, who shape the the course of our, of history? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, it's absolutely ridiculous. And she, she's fire. So you know what? I am going to just meditate on my Lillian and Helen Joseph. Let's yeah. play Warrior by Tawana while we reflect on this beautiful woman. Bomb.